what if I were to tell you that there's a very good chance that there's far more to you, to your individual authority and power, to attract whatever you want out of life than you ever realized before? Well, the world is changing. Actually, it's birthing a new beginning, and we are all part of what's to come. Today, the manifesting power of individuality to enjoy your best life in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings to all of you KBs who are refusing to be double-minded, all of you manifesting kinetic believers all over the world. So glad to have you here with us. Welcome back. I'm Stephen Kenyon. Email address is kineticbelief at stephenkenyon.com. If you've got any questions or comments, stephenkenyon.com is the website. Miss Megan Kenyon is the wife. Greetings to you. How are you today? Steve. Yes. What a great day this is. Isn't it awesome? Yes. Oh, sunshine. Sunshine. <laughs> That's always a good start to any day, isn't oh, it? Oh, my goodness. So okay, blessed. so how beautiful is Sedona, Arizona? Breathtaking. That even stunning. rhymes, doesn't it? Sedona, Arizona. Yeah, I love That's it. A nice oh, to it. It is stunning. It's overwhelming. It's breathtaking. It. I love the dry heat, the warm air flowing around. I just can't get enough. How about the birds on the veranda this morning? I, I think the uh, the hooded oriole, who's that, those beautiful yellow and black birds, were oh, curiously watching you do yoga today. Oh, they're gorgeous, aren't they? Yeah. So fun. The hooded oriole. Don't think I already knew that. <laughs> I had to look it up. I just wanted to. Google to is your you. friend. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a hooded oriole. Isn't it beautiful? <laughs> Uh, you know, the one tree that had that owl in it last night on the veranda. Can you believe how many birds are in that tree? The owl was so loud. <laughs> I almost felt like you were playing a joke on me or something. It's the one shade tree, but it had an owl in it. It had those uh, bright yellow birds. A dove had has all the hummingbirds yeah. actually sitting on the branches. How often do you see hummingbirds it's just sitting amazing. there? Yeah. It's, little red ones and blue ones yeah and it had bluebirds and, <sighs> and there are some others i want to look up just well and we've been seeing that you know a certain type of bird back east in the blue ridge mountains and so to come out here and get to see all these other types of species it's really but fun. I got, i've got to say you know, everywhere we go is just another form of paradise mm-hmm. as long as we expect it to be what yeah there it is doesn't matter if we're in manhattan or wherever mm. it, it's paradise if it is in our heart and in our that. mind and in our thoughts and words <sighs> and actions right what it's up to us still but i got to say the hummingbirds help <laughs> Today, I am I'm being led in my spirit to talk about the manifesting power of individuality. Mm-hmm. And I believe that the unction that I have to discuss this is actually, it's coming from a hunger that's around the planet right now for new understanding. Yes. And also, there are two opposing energetics that are full-flowing all over the world right now, released on this planet with the belief of intent to prejudice the world's vision right now. And as a KB each day, our positive, joy-filled, life-filled resolution is conferred with what we say about it. It doesn't matter what's going on around us. At the end of the day, it's what we say about it. It's what we determine to believe about whatever we happen to see or hear about what's going on around us. 
So in, in other words, the first question that we've got to ask ourselves is, who have we been listening to? Mm-hmm. Where are we getting our information from? Yes. Who is it that we are allowing ourselves to be influenced by in the name of being informed? Isn't it amazing how one conversation, one news story, one news article, it just it's amazing how much that sets the tone for your thoughts and your ideas. Well, don't be deceived. Whatever information you spend time with, it becomes you. As yeah. we know, that there is a substance to thought. There's a substance to information. And it actually becomes you. It is physically impossible to commune with an energy and for the substance of that spirit to not become you, to not transform you. Mm. That's the way the universe is set up. That's how it works. And so... You know, you can feel the energy, and I see this in our Facebook uh, group talks and the banter that's going back and forth. And, the, and we see people are, are talking about in their their uh, social media and their other interactions. It makes them feel bad. They feel sick. They right. feel it makes you feel ill. And we know it's there. It feels bad if you are reading this stuff. You can sense the disease, and it will manifest disease. As a result of that, and lack, anxiety, sickness, poverty, strife, and death, ultimately, right. that's the energetic, mm-hmm. and that's why it feels bad. And that's why it's so important. That's why it can be so dangerous to consume all that negativity. It is dangerous. Yes. There, don't, it is. you know, and it, a person, a person is always deceived when they justify and say, well, I know the difference. I just need to be informed. I know what's good. I know what's bad. So, hey, I'm cool. I can go in there and I can watch this stuff and listen to this stuff. I'm telling you, you're deceived if that's your opinion well, and maybe, your idea. Maybe your mind knows the difference, but nothing else does. The law of attraction doesn't. Your spirit doesn't. It's, it's amazing sure, how this affects us. Sure, you might know the difference, but you know, a person also knows when they're on fire. doesn't mean they're not burning. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there is no so good true. thing that comes from a desire to be informed. If the information is negative source energetics. Wow. No exceptions. Any idea that has been formed from the substance of fear. And those ideas can branch into endless tangents, and they look like so many different things. But if you follow it back, and you go back to the root of a thing, and it's based in fear, then simply just by considering the substance of fear, that which you consider, it becomes you. Mm -hmm. Social media is absolutely the battleground for telling a vision. And as KBs, look, there is a, a way of victory each and every day in our lives, regardless of the, what the world is promoting at any given time. So by defining negative source energetics with an alternate version of thought, words, and action, um, when we consume that, it becomes us. There's not, I don't know of a simpler way to put it. Don't be deceived. Just know that by observing through the power of observation— and if you wanted to go into it scientifically, you understand quantum entanglement, should you choose to understand it. And it becomes you. And so there is the law of attraction that is at work with whatever you are observing. So by consuming thoughts, thinking about what other people are saying, considering their thoughts, if they are negative, if they are based in fear, rooted in fear, then the substance of fear will manifest into your life. People perish for a lack of knowledge, and this is, this is a given. They, they, ha- they always have, and they will continue to until all have advanced to perfected completion. So, Meg, here we are. <laughs> and today the world is moving through 
a time of advancement. It is a period of positive change. And so what's happening is there is a separation that's occurring that will properly distinguish the individual from the collective. Yes. And that's, the, that's what we're in right now. There is a lot of confusion regarding the positive collective and with that of the positive individual. So much confusion here. And so I want to try to clear some of this up today if, if, if we can, um, and I believe we can. If anyone could, it's going to be you, Steve. Well, so. well, we'll get there. <laughs> Let's do it. Look, individualism stresses individual goals and the rights of the individual person. Collectivism focuses on group goals, commonality, and what is best for the collective group. And so a competitive individual or an individualist is is motivated by uh, personal rewards, you know, one-upping other people, winning the competition. Um, When we're talking about uh, being immersed in a competitive world, in a competitive environment. So there there are alternate um, definitions for all of these things. There's a proper way as a kinetic believer to be the individual and to recognize yourself as a masterpiece, uh, artwork that's one of a kind. And then there's the wrong way of looking at the individual, and that's the competitive individual mm-hmm. based on self without without any regard to the collective, without any regard to anyone else. You're it. You're the top dog. That's incorrect. So a kinetic believer who is manifesting their place within the collective regards themselves to be a unique individual, uh, an individual with a genius of purpose, just like everybody else, with a regard for all others as the same, celebrating life, celebrating you, and edifying, encouraging, and championing other people as well. So in, in other words, no two are alike. While one is never better or worse than another. And so no, no two people should ever be compared in relation to some kind of acquired sameness in life. And I really love the balance that you just gave us, that sort of yin and yang that's required to have this true individualism without it going too far. I mean, in the, in the negative direction, that's, that's interesting. Mm, Positive energetics, a symmetry in that there. Sure. We're in a world that is swimming with, uh, uh, opposing energetics, but it's the choice that we make as positive kinetic believers. Look, the, the life transforming power of individuality remains elusive to those who are adhering to the collective for their identity. When we're looking out and, you know, we find a race, we find a culture, we find a a people and we say, ah, that's who I am. I am that. I am that collective. In other words, the manifestation of the unique, wonderful, one-of-a-kind life is attracted by the desire for exceptionalism. The proper kind of exceptionalism, not, not that and by exceptionalism, don't misunderstand that that means that one person is better than another or one country or one culture or one race or anything like that. Look, there are no winners and losers where there are no comparisons. So the diversity of creation in of itself points to the original intention for a uniqueness in design. Simply put, Look at it this way. No two snowflakes are alike, yet there's a lot of snow. 
There's tons of snow. You know how much snowflake, how many snowflakes it takes to make a a, a snowfall? I mean, to cover Colorado in the winter right. or Canada. I'm being silly, but that's the point of it. No two snowflakes are alike. And in the same way, a person is reduced to a life of, of mediocrity when they believe that they are, they are nothing but a part of the collective. Mm. They're just a part of a lot of snow. And isn't it interesting that it's a it's sort of this strange, deeply rooted biological drive to find a collective and merge with that collective and be a part of that collective. Like so many things that we discover, it's rooted in this strange survival biological drive to just do something based on, you know, base instinct survival, which is vastly the opposite of of the spiritual enlightened pursuit that that you're taking well, us through. Well, but to want to be part of a collective is part of the equation which is proper because what that drive is is you want to be part of a collection, mm. not just part of a collective. Right. There is a collective of art in a museum, but it's a collection and each one is individually beautiful and unique. Right. And you want to be in the museum where all can enjoy and appreciate you or not museum, but gallery, yeah. where yeah. all can appreciate your, your, your uniqueness just like everyone else's, this diversity within the collective. <laughs> and so it's almost this ironic um, opposing idea of, of right. being this, it's a collective that's purely individualistic. Well, a conformist negative subjective belief is that you're just a member of a human species, that you know, we're, we are all just alike, and if anyone should be different, it's because that person is a better representation of a human being than someone else. Well, that false notion and, and sense of rivalry reduces human endeavor to just average or below. So manifesting greatness follows the human being who celebrates all of life, all co-equal creators as individuals, yet creative beings whose beauty is located within diversity. Diversity is the proper collective. Mm, wow. Celebration and edification of every person's pricelessness and value and beauty makes up, should make up, it does make up the collective. In other words, there is a collection of awe-inspiring masterpieces for those that are willing to see. And right now, over 7 billion exhibits exist worldwide. <laughs> each advances to become great in their own identifiable way as each believes to be great. And so the power of kinetic belief transforms a person's expression of self by attracting from the external world the substance of our highest thought forms, the genius within our purpose, in alignment with our internal world. Another way of saying this is until a person falls into love with himself to embrace their unconditional appreciation and love for self and regarding the uniqueness of their differences, the distinguishable light of their purpose will remain darkened, wow. not evident. The world is advancing through to a heightened state of consciousness right now. It's happening all over the world and it's a new state of awareness that's taking place. So there are birthing pains that's occurring worldwide. And the singular value of the individual is universally being revealed for all to see, to be celebrated collectively for the first time since, well, since time began counting. We are witnessing 
Meg, um, the creative power of individualism, the beginning of an unveiling of the wonderful, the unique, and the beautiful individual. The commonality of the individual separateness worldwide is right now advancing toward the elevation of, of spiritual individuals. Wow. Is this something new? I mean, we talk a lot about the expansion, the expanding universe. So why do you believe that we're seeing so much chaos around the world right now at this specific particular time? Well, since the beginning of the creation, the universe has been advancing toward perfected completion. And spiritual beings, in regard to having their natural experience as part of the advancing universe, are also moving toward perfected completion. So worldwide right now, all the false ideas regarding the individual value of humanity, the singular greatness of the human soul, it's, it's undergoing this transformation regarding an expanding subjective belief. So now what's happening? The collective lens for life, the way of observation is changing. A recalibration of expectations is occurring. The collective is no longer observing co-creators as being somewhat just common lost and these discardable beings, but rather as shining dynamic souls who are all ascending individuals. And this is a beautiful thing. Change is never easy, but it's much easier than never changing. Wow. So what do we do as kinetic believers while observing the, this worldwide chaos of dysfunction? Because we've, you know, we spent a lot of time traveling over the last few days. And of course, we've, we've talked about this ever-changing world that's sort of spinning around us right now. So I'm just wondering, what should, what should the positive reaction be of the kinetic believer right now during this specific time? As, as a kinetic believer, remember, we are maintaining our thoughts and our words and actions within the substance of positive energetics. And so the function of purposeful manifesting desire is to continually be in control of our directing thoughts. In other words, we think to imagine the good in all human beings. We dwell on the lovely. We meditate on the attractiveness of others. And we exert our purposeful thoughts by refusing to imagine anything else in connection with our chosen viewpoint for a transforming world. The life advancing way that unfailingly manifests a person's best life is located within the substance of unconditional love, which is the seeking of a truth that's regarding no fault, no condemnation, no spiritual defects in regard to all spiritual beings, even while in the throes of, of the natural experience. This is our subjective truth regarding what we ought to be to all others and what they should be to us. Regarding all of life, the kinetic believer sets themselves apart to the highest idea within themselves. So self-realization manifests by meditating in this way and in, in the way of sincerity in thought. By this, a Chosen sincerity requires that, you know what, we cast down every temptation to believe the negative in another. Mm. Wow. The kinetic believer who's manifesting their every desire according to their aspirations examines themselves in search of selfish pursuits. And we look at ourselves in uh, looking for dishonest intentions just in order to make sure that, you know what, our thinking is not at fault in any way. 
the highest viewpoint for attracting a peaceful, prosperous, healthy, joyous, and optimistically happy life, it is this. It's to regard all of our personal intentions, all of our personal purposes and practices in a way that we know is regarding the best interests of all others and to the benefit of the advancing mind, body, spirit, and soul of all others as well. So why exactly is this individuality so important to kinetic believer success? You know, I mean, we talk a lot about uh, rewilding, going back to our original genius of purpose. So this is, I guess, would you say just the key, the absolute, the, the oh, yeah. main key yeah. to our success? Sure, without question. I mean, the ability to attract good substance for manifestation, it lies solely within the positive, original, personal identity of the human creator. To get there, we have got to leave where we are. And we've got to go back to the beginning, rewind ourselves. You know, the world is advancing to become a better place for the individual right now in the most profound way. And there is an awareness, there is a worldwide consciousness, a a vibrancy regarding previous existing insecurities among human beings. Most often, negative insecurities are formed from a a lack of self-esteem, right? In other words, outside of an emotional love for being authentic, every human being is insecure. Right. And so without a reverent appreciation for an ability to inhabit a work of our creator's art, every insecurity will absolutely prevail. So what is that? Well, it's the belief that we are something that we really are not. It's believing that we're something that we were never intended to be. It's the person that's wrongly defined to be something that they just aren't. It's the person that cries out, um, you know, somebody help me. I don't know how I got here or who I really even am. It's the other person that does things that they have no idea as to why they even do them. Why am I doing these things that I just don't want to do? The source of negative influence re-identifies a person to become something they were never meant to be. And so what we find ourselves doing is just masquerading around as something that we're not. And this happens time and again when it's not resisted. Ooh, to masquerade. What a great word. You know, and I know so many people who are running with some crowd or not knowing how they got there. And I can remember so vividly in college and even in school, just not feeling that, that, fitting in feeling that you're always seeming to look for as, as you're growing up, you know, with that group of people that I was, well, one of the many groups of people I was sort of (laughs) jumping between. (laughs) I can't, you always fit in. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Well, it's, it's in your mind, right? No, No, I mean, this always goes back to how you see yourself. So while you're fitting in, you're looking around going, where am I? (laughs) Aren't most people, (laughs) I think they probably are. Should I really be fitting in here? (laughs) Well, you know, what exasperates every insecurity is that of false humility. Well, how is this possible that an insecure person will also lack a personification of false humility? I mean, it it just so happens that, you know what, those who are insecure are those who struggle the most with humility. For example, pride is simply a self-defense mechanism, which is activated to protect a person from you know, even more blows to their self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Insecurity typically begins in childhood as a result of, say, someone perhaps who should have cared for someone but but didn't protect the child in them. They didn't treasure the child, and perhaps that 
child experienced an abuse as a result. Well, what happens? Confidence is eroded little by little as we grow and as we mature and become adults. We lose one little bit of confidence, a piece of that after another. It's chipped away. Yeah. Yeah, so pride as a result is then puffed up and within the abused person as they grow, which says, you know what, as long as I can point out the faults of other people, it builds me up. I no longer feel inadequate. After all, look at everybody. Look how messed up all those people over there are. So false sense of pride wants to put up a wall yeah. and it wants to protect itself from criticism and feelings of failure. And it actually gets to the place where our insecure, prideful, abused person doesn't think that they can handle any more judgment. Mm. I can't take any more condemnation. I cannot take any more correction. Don't tell me what to do ever again. I can't take any more of this. And so by identifying with self in the proper manifesting and attracting way of celebrating the individual, This way of kinetic belief actually enables a person to be able to identify exactly what it is that they want to change, how they want to grow, and the the course correction that's needed for advancing toward their every goal. Wow, isn't that it? I want to grow. I don't want to live the same day of life over and over and over again. Change is so precious. It's the it's just that adventure of life. It's that variety Isn't and spontaneity. That I mean, how many, ta- how many people do you know that are having the same conversation year after year, doing oh the goodness. same thing, living life in this one big round robin way? It's kind of scary. Well, look, here's the secret to the fertile soil that grows our chosen human endeavors. Mm-hmm. The humility of unconditional love values all of life, not only self-love, but the unconditional love for all others as well. And that's why it is so vital to align with proper humility. Look, puffed up pride, a sense of being better than others, absolutely blocks the law of attraction from manifesting the substance of our purposeful desires. Simply put, pride is a blessing blocker. Mm -hmm. It will block those good things from manifesting into our lives. A person that's prompt up in pride attracts the negative energetics of condescension. In other words, no matter how bad you think someone else's behavior is and how distasteful their actions are, (laughs) a person's pride actually attracts the substance of things that are hoped for to create you as someone who is no better than what you've judged another person to be. Wow. This is quantum entanglement. Believe it or not, this is the way that everything works. This is quantum mechanics. This is the creative power of observation, the manifestation Uh, power of observation. This is how all things, including each one of us were created, are creating, and we will always attract to manifest within the laws of an advancing, positive, beautiful universe. You're like, this is quantum entanglement or uh, karma. (laughs) (laughs) Karma's a bitch if you are. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It is, though. (laughs) Did I say that out loud? You did, because it's it's true. Well, I'm being positive about that. (laughs) Simply simply put, whatever a kinetic believer desires to attract will be the very thing that we judge others to be for manifesting manifesting into our lives. I, I want that t-shirt. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's great. And, and you know, I'm, I'm talking about the positive qualities of unconditional love, not the attributes of giftings or talents, but rather the consideration of another to be a gift to us all is the beginning to becoming our our best selves. Mm. Unconditional love for what makes us different is the very thing that makes us better. 
What a beautiful way to see this as what you just said, that gift to yourself. This is for you. This is for your holistic life that, that you're only given one and it's so important and we're in it. We're living it now. And, and isn't it interesting how when we start talking about the individualist individualism like we are today, it sort of gives you the sense of awakening, of waking up, of you can, it's so easy to go through life on autopilot almost as if you're, you're asleep, you're in some kind of coma. And then as we talk about the individual you can feel that thing on the inside of you just waking up and being I guess maybe ignited yeah again the beginning to becoming mm-hmm. my best self is when I look at that guy over there as a gift to us all yes the beginning to me being my best self is when I see you as being a gift to us all mm-hmm. when I see that person over there is a gift to us all wow. every person is a gift to us all and that is the beginning of me becoming my best self and you're right a huge part of of achieving that mindset is is the, I hate to say doing the work, but for lack of a better phrase, doing the work, going through your day and looking at that individual and making a point to have that thought and to say that thing. I mean, that is just so powerful, but you know, that's tough, isn't it? I mean, I mean, aren't we all taught to compare ourselves with others in school, our grades, in life, our jobs, our relationships, all of these things are designed by comparisons with others, where they are, how smart they are, how much they have, how much we don't have. It's just this, ah. (laughs) Well, we we never, ever improve to become something better through a comparison with somebody else. Mm -hmm. But here's the essential. Listen, people who suffer from low self-esteem, they think about themselves in comparison with other people. And they do this a lot. You go, yes. They go through their entire day yes. comparing with mm-hmm. everybody else. Well, how, how are you dressed? How am I dressed? What did you say? What am I saying? What are you thinking? If I only knew, that's going to, what am I thinking? Yeah. Comparisons. Yeah. And, and they center themselves within a boastful pride. And then they will think far more highly of themselves than they should. And the result is a low self-esteem and a pride which... Um, have the same life-diminishing manifesting results. Wow, there is just so much wisdom in what you're sharing with us today. I'm just, I'm so thankful to be able to do these podcasts with you. I mean, I know that what you're saying is speaking to so many. And I mean, I read the emails too, and I see the feedback that we get. And, you know, Steve, you've obviously lived what you teach all of us. This is your experiential knowledge. It's not surface knowledge. It's a deep knowing of, for, based on experience that you really are allowing us to share in with you, which is so powerful. And I was, you know, it, it almost makes me feel like I'm skipping grades. Like you're giving me the inside scoop of what you've already learned through experience so that I don't have to do that. And I can just sort of skip to the next level. Well, you've always done that. You were homeschooled, right? And you, you went from <laughs> third to eighth to 12th, didn't you? <laughs> still I wish, I wish it was that. There was a time in my own life, Meg, where I thought I knew something about love. And it still was according to what I observed outward and not inward. Mm. In other words, unconditional love had not been made personal to me. Not yet, anyway. And it was at a time in my life I didn't actually adhere to and rely on love. And by that I mean the life-changing, manifesting substance of love. Mm. It just was not this intimate thing to me. And it wasn't... It wasn't until I began to meditate, to go back to my beginning, to rewild back, to unbecome a lot of stuff in order to receive revelation knowledge for the concept of unconditional love that it actually began to become me, to transform me. And I wasn't able to overcome my own natural insecurities and sense of pride until a very impactful rewilding experience. I'll never forget it. 
Uh, but there's freedom in the substance of unconditional love. There's freedom in that. There's peace in it. There is life flourishing within that substance. In other words, there, there is a problem with humanity worldwide regarding low self-esteem right now. And this is the manifestation that occurred when self, in comparison with others, worldwide and competitively, became the individual's own personal self-esteem. Low self-esteem occurs when a person is trying to esteem themselves. The kinetic believer disconnects from self in order to emerge as the unafflicted one that the universal creator imagined each one of us to authentically be. So the bottom line is it's not about you and it's not about me. It's about who we were meant to be. Wow, writing that down, it's not about you, it's not about me, it's about who we were meant to be. Our best life, it always goes back to that original intention of our creator of the universe, doesn't it? Absolutely. And you know, here's a glimpse into what a few, just a few people have known regarding the advancing positive energetics of life, which is located entirely within the positive energetics of unconditional love, which grows to advance each one of us to expand our territory mm-hmm. In order to attract the better, the greater, the healthier, and the perfected original intention, the blueprinted version for each of us. So understand that the problem with insecurity is that it only allows a person to develop and to manifest to a limited point. Mediocrity, just to a very limited point. You have to grow uh, because you were put here to grow. But then we were given choice as to how far we will grow and develop. Mm. Uh, And so this is the diminishing life, one that is uh, immersed within insecurities. However, the limitless ability of the creative creator, that is, each one of us is filled with a substance of unconditional love and acceptance for, for self and for all others. And it's perfectly aligned with life giving substance of love itself. Mm so powerful that idea so you're saying you're saying love is actually a substance that it's it's a tangible there's a substance to love it's not a song it's not a feeling (laughs) it's not a emotion it's not a valentine card Mm. it is a substance yes all things including thoughts desires are formed constructed out of the building blocks of creation in other words no thing exists outside of the constructive substance of the, of the God particle. Or what is otherwise known as the Higgs boson in quantum physics. So not only are you and me, this table, this book, that light, our <laughs> thoughts and, and love, all are created from the substance of belief. And within the energetics of whatever is believed regarding the substance of love, we observe freedom, joy, peace, abundance. Kinetic believers, while adhering to and uh, aligning with unconditional love, experience healing and freedom from every insecurity imaginable. And I'll tell you that the best part is that the bondage of low self-esteem is removed and that which was meant to be according to the bias and desire of love itself follows through to become us. It manifests within us and around us. Mm. And so this is the rewilding process 
for the undomesticated version of each one of us to emerge from our negative source influencer. And in, in, in my own life, that's where I've found unconditional love wow. by unbecoming all these things that were trying to form me into something that I was never meant to be. And going back and realizing and recognizing and embracing the person that I was put here to be, understanding my purpose for living, my purpose for breathing and being. And while I am here in the land of the living, what I'm supposed to be advancing toward. It wasn't until I was able to come into a personal contact with that purpose of being, the genius of purpose, that I was able to embrace and and allow that immersion experience of unconditional love to become me and surround me and to carry me and to follow me and to go before me, to receive me everywhere I go all the days of my life. That's when it happened. So you're talking about, um, you're really expanding right now on how love is this, it's this tangible substance that, that can be all around us. And, and obviously we want to immerse ourselves in this substance now that we, because I have to say visually it's, it's that statement that love is a substance. It's making me see it in this totally different light as I approach it mentally. So when we want to immerse ourselves in the substance of love, are we doing that through thought, action, word? How exactly can we, can we really cloak ourselves in this idea? It's a, it's a pursuit. We cannot unconditionally love by ourselves. And the way the law of attraction works in kinetic belief is we're moving toward the thing that we're desiring. And so it's by seeking it and desiring it that it comes to us. And then when we are seeking to immerse, like you said, immerse ourselves into it through a sense of immersion. Mm. And as it comes to us, it actually becomes us. In other words, it transforms us to have the now ability to unconditionally love in a way that we never wow. could within our own power uh, or ability. So yeah, it's impossible. You cannot go out here and unconditionally love something that's not lovable or lovely until the substance is attracted into your life and it transforms wow. you uh, into this uh, uh, with an ability to now unconditionally love. I love that there's no guesswork in what you're telling us, that there's this very specific, a very real recipe. As you go step by step by step, you're moving toward love, toward the thing that you're manifesting. It's moving toward you, that, mm-hmm. that it works in this way because I think before you could become a, a kinetic believer, you're always sort of in this state of wishing, hoping, will it, won't it. You're always wondering, is the negative thing going to happen? Is the positive thing going to happen? You just feel like you're being tossed around like this rag doll. And so this gives you this very definitive place in your life and in the universe that you're moving forward at this, at this perfect speed. You know that you're doing the right thing to achieve these, these personal individualistic ideas. In that moment of encounter, Megan, it occurs when you stop uh, trying to find it and you start becoming grateful for having it. Yes. And it is the substance of that belief, mm-hmm. that subjective belief that then it becomes you and it washes over you and it takes over when you gratefully receive it as having already been done in your life and you become thankful for that and you then walk and you talk and you Mm -hmm. think like you have it, that it becomes you. That's how the law of attraction works. And this is the way to the abundant life. This is is where we move into to become in a place where nothing is missing and nothing is broken in our lives. Wow, that is so powerful and so true. And I think it's interesting how as you, when you first become a kinetic believer, you're, you sort of start going through these different phases because you just mentioned the gratitude, you know, being grateful for the thing that as if it's already shown up. And for me, when I was a kinetic believer, I had this weird phase two of, of belief where I would be grateful for something. And then after a couple of weeks, I, I would look around and go, well, goodness, I've been grateful 
why hasn't it shown up yet? Hello? You're talking about when you first became a kinetic believer. Yes. Okay. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. And and so it's just funny to move through these different phases of understanding mm-hmm. and you grow in this, in these ideas and you, and you realize that that sense of gratitude, it, it's, it, it doesn't have an end date. It doesn't have an end point, but the pursuit of love, you don't pursue it for two weeks and then look around and say, well, where's, where the heck is the love? I don't, I've been pursuing it for two weeks. It's this commitment that you make to this never ending process and practice and journey in the present tense. And that is the purpose. And that's why we journal because we are summiting, we are traveling, we are on a journey for these things to become us. And that's how we log our, our success. That's how we we keep up with where we've come so that we know where we're going. Yeah, yeah. And Mother Teresa said that if you judge people, you have no time to love them. Wow. So we get out of the business of doing that. Mm-hmm. And unconditional love is, it's like being able to fly without wings. It's, it's our magic carpet ride. And it takes yeah. us above the noise of the world. And it delivers us to a place of our imagination and our desires. We're no longer caught up in the current of negativity, the current of rumors of war and famine and disease and sickness, all the manifestations of negative energetics. Wow. And we just simply fly above all of that. Yes, it exists, but our awareness then becomes internalized to all possibilities of being good and the substance of which then manifests our lives around us. And isn't that true freedom? What you just described, that's how we can truly live a life of freedom. And yeah, absolutely. And again, the first step toward that unconditional love process, again, is just, I'll tell you this, the best way to love yourself is to love all others. Mm. And just know that if you are disapproving of others, then you're disapproving of yourself. And the end result for you will be whatever you imagine another to be. Wow. The end result for you will be whatever you imagine another to be. Mm-hmm. Have you ever noticed that for most people, the easiest place to remain changed and aligned with negative source influencers is at home? Wow. I just want to throw this in because, you know, there is a selfish incentive to be lovely with other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know... I've been with some pretty hateful people. I knew that they had a lot of bitterness in their lives and you get on an elevator with them and there are other people there and you would think that you were there with Captain Kangaroo. I mean, where'd you come from, guy? We were just on an elevator and all these strangers, but with most people's family, they're tempted to allow themselves more selfish privileges as if, you know, it just it didn't count at home. I can be what I can just be a, a feigned creature here at home because and before I before I founded kinetic belief by studying philosophy and many of the world's religions and quantum mechanics. I was far more courteous and kinder to friends than I was to my own family, just like everybody else. You know, give it to me and I'll give it to you. Let me give you a piece of my mind then. You know, all that stuff. And I was more demanding and less forgiving with those nearest and dearest to me than with anybody else I would meet out in public. But after my life was transformed, the reality of all that had to change began consuming my highest viewpoints and my thought forms and awareness of my original genius of purpose, my God-given identity. And I began to learn through looking within, by going back to the original, not only of myself, but with all of creation, just how important harmony is within all of existence. And as far as any family unit is concerned, I have learned that if any creative human being desiring their best life to manifest, 
Within the land of the living, there is a very real manifesting power of alignment or agreement that must take place within the family unit. In other words, strife, negative conflict, it cannot remain in a kinetic believer's home. Strife, I am telling you, it stops the attracting power of attraction. It stops the substance of things hoped for from manifesting. And strife wrecks lives by attracting the substance of fear. In other words, discord is deadly. It paralyzes the creative power of life within. Within life. And don't allow any part of strife to stop you at your own front door by allowing it into your home. And as a kinetic believer, if, if you want anything to change, change yourself. All of your life begins and ends with you, even within your family unit. Put the power of harmony to work in your family. All things work together for good for those who are courageous enough, bold enough, and wise enough to love. Do you think it's the familiarity that causes that? Does familiarity make us a little lazy-minded sometimes? Great question. Familiarity. Familiarity is part of it. The, the bigger part of the equation is, you know, uh, life, life in its greater portion happens at home. That's where we are our, we are our most fatigued. We um, are, there's a sense of going through life on and off, on and off. It's just, you know, we relax and we replenish. And so we are also, at, within the family unit, we are living a life with others that are doing the same thing. Right. And so the stresses of life, we bring them home and we <laughs> yeah. de-stress at home. How do, we, how do most people do that? By unloading, by taking it out on those who, you know, you That's feel true. trapped to you. And so there, there are many things that factor into why that happens. Mm. But um, by casting down all those negative thoughts and imaginations and feelings and being able to go through your day as a kinetic believer, positively thinking, then all of a sudden we're able to start dealing with those negative emotions and feelings and seeing them for what they are. And it actually becomes easier to become a positive person at home than a negative one with practice. But this is, this is the meditative practice of being a a kinetic believer. It doesn't just happen to you, but by pressing into that and putting a demand on peace and prosperity and the, the source of positive energetics to manifest in your life, putting a demand on it, it then becomes second nature. The, the uh, harmonics of aligning yourself subconsciously by putting a demand on it through your meditative practice, through your journaling and your expectations and your gratitude and all of those things that we talk about, it begins to change your environment, change your sphere of influence, change the people around you because you've made the determination to change yourself. And like you always teach us, that awareness is the first step to change. And so just waking up in the morning and realizing I need to be vigilant when I'm at home, when it comes to being a kinetic believer, that's that that's going to mm. create this huge turnabout already. True. Yeah. Let's work on some guided thought forms. Let's do it. All right. Just say this out loud. Say, I think about myself. I think about myself. With unconditional love. <laughs> with unconditional love. I have the capacity to give. I have the capacity to give. 
And receive love. And receive love. Without fear of rejection. Without fear of rejection. Or abandonment. Or abandonment. Today I will work at loving myself. Today I'm going to work at loving myself. Unconditionally. Unconditionally. I am unconditional love. I am unconditional love. I love me unconditionally. I love me unconditionally. And infinitely more. And infinitely more. Right now. Right now. Than I ever have before. Than I ever have before. I am healed with unconditional love. I'm healed with unconditional love. I am wealthy with unconditional love. I am wealthy. With unconditional love. I am at peace with unconditional love. I am at peace with unconditional love. I am joyous with unconditional love. I am joyous with unconditional love. Every day I will choose to meditate. Every day I'll choose to med- meditate. To, to radiate. To radiate. With unconditional love. Mm, with unconditional love. To the whole world around me. To the whole world around me. I am aligned. I am aligned with a high vibration. With a high vibration of unconditional love. Of unconditional love. The energy I emit is one of love. The energy I emit is one of love. Allowing and mutually benefiting to all. Allowing and mutually benefiting to all. And there it is. <laughs> and there it is. The manifesting power of individuality. Wow. It's so good to have been back today with mm, another podcast. Yes. I've missed it. I needed it. This is uh, my medicine. I needed to take my medicine. <laughs> well, now that we're here and we are in Sedona, Arizona, uh, and all set up, why don't yes. we try to do uh, some, some dailies again? Yeah, I think we should. Absolutely. Notice I said try. <laughs> we will. Let's get around to it. Let's you do it. To? Let's do it. Yeah, I've missed everybody. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. So, if you're new to Kinetic Belief, I'm going to tell you that the Law of Attraction 100-Day Book Guided Journal has been turned into a guided journal, and it's there to help you establish your personal genius of purpose, your articles of faith, your convictions for life. Yes. And I want to tell you this, too, that all of this is fun. And the process of mastering kinetic belief, it's a journey. It begins to manifest immediate peace in your life and joy and happiness while attracting abundance, mm. prosperity. Look, your dreams and visions, all of those are just simply the guideposts for blueprinting your perfected life through the power of kinetic belief. And the 100-day Law of Attraction Guided Journal is the roadmap to get you to that place. And congratulations to... To Pam, she sent us a message saying that she finished her first journal and she has Pam already finished. Yeah. Yay, and Pam. what I think is more impressive is that she's already started on her second one. Awesome. <laughs> it's a way of life. Isn't that amazing? Good for you. you way to girl. go, Pam. Yeah. And uh, also checking out a lot of the banter back and forth and the a Facebook group, yes. and uh, you guys keep it up, and uh, you're encouraging me uh, also by by uh, reading some of the the back and forth. And another thing too is, uh, I will take some of the conversations that are taking place there, and use it to uh, address uh, and some some uh, concerns and thoughts during our podcast. Mm, so. Yeah. Uh, enjoy reading love, and keeping up with all that. Love hearing from you guys. And that is a free private Kinetic Believers Facebook group. And you can access it if you're not already a member. You can join just by going to the website, clicking on the link at the top and answering a few questions. Also, if you're looking or if you're not quite sure what your purpose for even being here is, <laughs> uh, and you're, you're part of a larger collective, if yeah. that's the case. But seriously, you can go to the website at uh, stephencanyon.com and you can download a workbook. It's the Genius of Purpose workbook and it's about 12 pages, but it will get you there quickly. Yeah. Take you back to the beginning. And so you can uh, determine what it is, why you're here, and what you should be doing with your life. Great way to kickstart this process. That's a good way to start your kinetic belief journaling (laughs) process. Yeah, Awesome. Well, this has been a great topic, Steve. I love focusing on our individualism. And as you always tell us, that's where our power lies. That's where all of the success lies that we're going to achieve and experience in life. Absolutely. Is today Friday? Uh, 
Yes. Oh, okay. So we'll see you back Monday. Yeah, see you then. Well, thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.